Sorry to jet, but we're in a hurry. We're The Gamer Show with Brad and Charles. Hiya, folks, and welcome to another episode of The Gamer Show with Brad and Charles. I'm Brad, he's Charles, and this is getting dumber and dumber. Why do I always do that? Good evening, Charles. How are you? Oh, God, please step on me. Okay, that's a weird thing to say. You don't know what that reference is, do you? No. So it's going to tie into two things. For First of all, I think maybe we've been self-isolating a little too much um, as, a, as a society. Oh, I was about to say, I, 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 I go to work every day. Well, well, I mean, I, I, I don't, I'm stuck in these yeah. four walls that I call my house and it's, it's, it is driving me a little bit crazy. So bear with me a little bit here, but if you didn't hear, so, uh, well, since our last episode, there's been actually quite a bit of gaming news happened. One of them was resident evil released a playable demo for the new game that's coming up. Mm-hmm. For, for Resident Evil. And in, in the main character, the main, um, I guess, enemy of this, and it's a very short demo. It's not, it's it's like one level and it seems interesting. And Resident Evil is not a game for me, but it, it's very intriguing. It basically, this version, I guess, involves vampires of some kind. Yeah, why not? Um, but, uh, yeah, so the main vampire is a very tall woman. In fact, um, it was the official description from the company who makes, and I can't remember the name of the company that makes the Resident Evil series. Capcom? Is it Capcom? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um yeah, it's for Resident Evil Village. Uh-huh. Um it's supposed to be released in May. So that's a game coming out this year. But and I don't know her name and I know it's been said. Um I'm I'm looking to see if I can figure this out, but basically it's a 9 foot tall 9 foot 6 with heels and a hat. And that was confirmed um okay it's resident evil villages lady dimitrescu and literally on the resident evil twitter they they put out a message and i'm going to read this um i'm going to read this message from them cuz it's it's an it's an interesting message and it's just randomly uh most recently Lady Dimitrescu and her daughters have received a fair amount of attention, far more than we anticipated. It's great that they're able to take the spotlight as icons of Resident Evil Village. Lady Dimitrescu especially has received much fanfare both domestically and overseas, which has made all of us and the development team extremely happy. I hear her height is something of interest, dot, dot, dot. If you include her hat and high heels, she's 2.9 meters, approximately nine foot six tall. 
These bewitching vampiric characters are relentless in their pursuit of Ethan, and I can't wait for you to meet them yourselves when you enter Castle Dimitrescu in May. Who was asking their canon height? What brought this? What brought it? What made this such okay, a that's big a thing? Weird was tweet, but go ahead. Yeah, well, yeah, it, it is. What started this was some, some obviously some big um, video game players. And I, I want to say Jack Septicai might have been the first one to say it, but I could be wrong on this one. Um, that basically was like what he actually said was, "Oh God, please step on me." And I th- he was probably saying it as a joke or someone someone that was playing through the game and posting it, either doing it live or playing uh, posting on YouTube or something like that, said, oh, God, please step on me to to this nine foot six lady in a hat and high heels. As part of this playable demo for uh, Resident Evil 7. Okay, that's weird and sick and not normal, but go ahead. So this leads me to kind of an update from the story from last week. Oh, God. You remember we were talking about the KFC console. Oh, God. Yes. And we talked about the fact that there was... KFC has actually gone about and done other things the gaming world so this might be a referral thing at least i'm i'm still partially believing that this is a, a possible real thing okay on on friday oh god kfc posted a picture with basically a promo image of i love you colonel sanders 2 a finger-looking good dating simulator. Yeah. Games that they've posted before is a dating simulator with Colonel Sanders. Yeah. In the image is Lady Dimis- Dim- I, I, blah, blah. Lady Dimitrescu. A kind of a stylized one that kind of fits with the whole stylized of the Colonel Sanders of this game. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Wait, that's it? Yeah, so it seems that they're going to be coming out with a, a follow-up to their first game, I Love You, Colonel Sanders 2. Uh-huh. For I Love You, Colonel Sanders 2. Uh-huh. Lady Dimitrescu is in this game. Now, whether that's real or not, I have no idea. No earthly idea, but I'm like, oh my god, what the hell? I wish you could see my eye roll right now. I'm waiting for you to see the image I just sent you. I, to see god. to see if you to see what I, I I wish I could see the eye roll after you look at this image. Oh my god. Uh-huh. 
Folks, I can't make this up if I wanted to. No, you can't. I, absolutely no way. I, because of the fact that they've made the first one, I absolutely believe that this is a thing. Uh-huh. This would not surprise me if they released the second Colonel Sanders, I Love You Colonel Sanders game like a couple weeks before Resident Evil comes out in May. This would not surprise me. Yeah, but you're talking at this point. You're talking about two in, two IPs, two intellectual properties that would they would have to get the rights from Capcom to be able to do that. You would why? Okay, if uh-huh. you're Capcom, mm-hmm. why wouldn't you at this point say, you know what, you're leaning into it? Let's do a deal with KFC. Before the game comes out, let's hit. You can sell buckets for a special deal for Resident Evil Village with the logo with the logo on it. For this is this has been done before. It usually is done with Taco Bell, mm-hmm. where they've promoted games with consumers. Oh yeah, Taco Bell every, every year does the whole PS PlayStation but and Xbox giveaway thing too. But they've yeah. done it for game. They've done it for specific games as well. Mm-hmm. With Colonel Sanders doing this, I could absolutely see this happening without a doubt. You know what thought comes to my mind right now? Domino's was ahead of its time. No, we are not going to Yonoid. No, no, no. Yonoid is different. Yonoid was created by Domino's and was weird and the colonel sanders dating simulator was not created by kfc it was okay and granted it's it's not it's it's not my cup of tea but i the way from what i've seen and it from what the way it's written it totally makes sense it doesn't necessarily it's not weird to some people uh yo noid is weird to everybody because, like, it has almost nothing to do with actual pizza. No, but it's got I the love Noid. You. It's got the Noid, which also looks nothing like pizza or it really has nothing to do. And they didn't really do much of a job of promoing the Noid at the time. In fact, they really? did. Did you they ever did. see they... those commercials? I did. They were all over but the place. It... Avoid they were. the Noid? For like six months, and it was gone. Avoid because the noise? no one liked it. Because no one liked yeah, it. It was stupid, but I still remember yeah. it. No one liked it. It was like those stupid hamsters for Quiznos. Yeah, it was stupid, but I still remember it. Yes. Yes. Colonel Sanders has been around. The character Colonel Sanders has been around since way, way longer. You do realize he was a real human, right? I do realize okay. that what what they're showing in commercials and stuff like that, and even in the past twenty or thirty years, because like recently they've yeah. had celebrities impersonating him and stuff like that. Yeah, wasn't the real Colonel Sanders? Oh no, though. no, no, it, no! It's it a was, character. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's a character. So like, but it's a character that's been around for a long time, and like, again, it's not nearly like 
it's not out of left field with them. Like you can actually understand. All right, Colonel Sanders is based on the person, the 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 based on the person mm-hmm. who pretty much started KFC, and that's been their kind of go-to guy on their logo for ages. It makes sense. It's been that way. It's not a stretch. You're not making up a a mystical being or something like that to be your your thing. You mean like Ronald McDonald? Right. Well, Ronald McDonald's just creepy, but that's just well, clown. he's a clown. Oh, clowns, yeah, are clowns are clowns are creepy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, but he's been the face of the organization for decades. Mm-hmm. Yo Noid was there for a cup of tea and left. It really wasn't long. You're right. It was if six months it, at the most. Yeah. It was like those damn hamsters from mm-hmm. Quiznos. Mm-hmm. It's a like a lot of other things that people that some organizations have tried and failed at miserably. Mm-hmm. So, I, but they were still ahead of their time. With KFC doing this, I could. They could have already. For all we know, uh-huh. they could have already had some sort of promo thing going on with Resident Evil. It's for when the game comes out. And now, like, the the first game was released a year and a half ago, uh, September of 2019. It was released on Steam. Okay, now I find it disturbing that you actually know the release date on Steam. It's called Google. Now, Google is going to find it disturbing that you actually searched for that, but go ahead. Well, okay, whatever. Hey, (laughs) it's just impressed I learned I I could spell kernel right, all right? Um, But it's been out. It's Well, the initial release date on Steam was uh, September of, in 2019. Uh And on Steam, it's getting a rating of 9 out of 10 with over 9,000 reviews. It's a Colonel Sanders dating simulator. That's got to be joke review. You know, like people that find the game in a joking I, way. I, maybe. I'm not going to sit there and re- read all these reviews to find out. I don't mean faking the reviews. I mean just enjoying the stupidity of the game for what it is. Yeah. You know, kind of like how a, there are some bad movies that are just extremely awful. Then there are those, just, those bad movies that you love to watch. That type right. of thing. That can be right. what it is. It's one of those bad movies people like to watch. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, but like, this is, this is just, it's too funny that two weeks ago we were literally talking about this. About the video, we actually brought up and talked about the video game. Mm-hmm. And now it looks like there may be a second one that's going to have a tie over with the Resident Evil series now. Come on, Dominoes, bring back the Noid. Let's do a no. Noid dating no. simulator. No, <laughs> no, it's it's kind of like why you don't ever see Grimace anymore. Oh, or the ha- or the ham or the Hamburglar uh-huh. or the Fry Guys uh-huh. or Mayor McCheese. Mayor McCheese, uh-huh. none of them. Uh huh. Kids, ask your parents. Um. (laughs) Or don't. It it really isn't that important. It really isn't that interesting. It's actually a little creepy in some instances. So, yeah, it actually is. So, so Brad, speaking, we were speaking a little bit about jobs. Did you quit your job because you uh, made tons of money off of GameStop? 
No, actually, I'm... I'm actually pissed at myself for not using Reddit. Because apparently uh, that's where I should no. have been. No, don't. Do yourself a favor. Skip it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Reddit... I spend as little time as possible on Reddit. Mm-hmm. I really do, because... It is a very toxic environment. Well, so is any, so is Facebook. Right. But like, you can't really choose who's on there. You can choose who's you in your choose timeline who's on for Facebook. Facebook. You can choose who's in your timeline on Facebook and who you see on Facebook. You really can't with Reddit. Still, I, eh. I mean, I get what you're, you're saying, but it's, it's no different than any other online community. There, there are good places in every community. There are bad places in every online community. So, right. No, yeah. and I agree. Um, and that's not to say, like, here's the thing. I'm very conflicted about what all happened with GameStop. So if you didn't know, they're basically hedge funds were betting against GameStop. And I think rightfully so. First of all, let's, uh, let's preface this by saying it's not illegal what they were doing. No, not right now. Even the hedge funds, it's not illegal. GameStop was a dying stock. They do this all the time with dying stocks. They're they're basically shorting the stock. It's a short sell. Yes. Yeah. Yes. We could go into what exactly short selling a stock means and all that other stuff. There are plenty of other much more, much more knowledgeable sources that could tell you about this. And I'm also going to preface this by saying this is not... What we're about to talk about as well is no. not an investment advice. I oh, don't do investments. Please, I'm the last Brad doesn't do Brad, yeah, Brad and I do not do investment advice. We are not the person to follow along with or any of this. Okay. And I'll just, tell you now. Just so everyone's clear, my entire knowledge of the stock market is the movie Wall Street. Okay. That Okay. I I was yeah, that's I was going to say trading places, but sure. Oh yeah, trading places too. I forgot about that. That's right. That, actually, that's a better example because that's what yeah, they it, were doing with short selling. Yeah, they they really were, and I forgot yes. about that. But yes. there's been other there's been other movies and stuff, and that are much better resources for this, especially much better yep. than trading places. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I I forget the name of it, but um, there was one even recently about a guy a guy who was a. Uh, who was doing a bunch of short selling and stuff like that. But anyways, big investment uh, firms, including um, hedge funds were uh, basically short selling GameStop, basically betting on them going under because Mm -hmm. quite frankly, they've done a lot to deserve going under, especially during the pandemic. Um, They're kind of a shit company um, to the, especially to their employees. Very much so Uh, to their employees. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so I was just like, I, I, I was, I was like, all right, whatever. But then, so one of the things that is part of the rule or part of the law for this country is that these hedge funds have to post who they're investing in, mm-hmm. whether they're short short selling or holding the stock or what have you. Um, and they have to do that quarterly. It's it's part of the rules that they have. Well, Reddit users basically latched on to the fact that GameStop was among several different companies that these hedge funds were short selling. And the best way they could screw over these multi-billion dollar hedge funds 
was to buy up as much stock as they could of that of that. And what was kind of the perfect storm was the fact that uh, GameStop stock at the time that they decided to do this was selling for four dollars a share. Mm-hmm. Yep. God, I wish I and had it, in on that. And it worked. Mm-hmm. The shares eventually went up above four hundred dollars a share. I think. Mm-hmm causing these hedge funds to have to borrow tons of money because their short sales didn't work and they had to actually pay for stocks, which actually raised the price of the stocks even more. Mm-hmm. Costing them millions, if not billions of dollars. What the biggest thing with this, and you know what? Good on the, I guess good on, I, I'm, I'm very conflicted about how I feel about this story. Um, part of me is like, good. They're getting the they're getting the big guys and stuff like that. But then there was big guys making money off of them doing this to the to the hedge funds as well. See, I don't see it as them getting the big guys as much as I see it as people figuring out how they can make a quick buck off of this by playing the system. That's how I see I it. Mean, I mean, kind of. Because that's how that's how I would have saw it. If, if I'd known about this, you better believe I would have been in. There are, there are some people that are now millionaires because of this. Yeah. I That's just... all it is. It's playing the system, playing by the rules in the system and making a quick buck more so than it is screwing over the big guys. That's how I see it. Well, the reason they were doing it was to screw over the big guys. Now they're having fun. But no more, you know, no more than say, um, toilet papering a lawn or something. They were having fun. Okay. Cool. Um, the problem is the people that were going to lose their jobs from those hedge funds and stuff like that weren't the ones who were making the millions of dollars before this all happened. It was going to be the processors. It was going to be the, the lowly lower lower management and stuff like lower uh workers that are going to lose their jobs because of all this that's uh, okay nobody's working now anyway uh i mean i know you're joking yeah i'm i'm joking yes yes yeah like i said i like i'm all for rich assholes having to pay their due because they haven't had to for years. But it's just like they're still going to make their money and they're just going to take it away from the people that need the money the most. Here, yeah, that here's are, the bottom. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. And, and that's, I mean, yeah, it's kind of a scummy business and the fact that our, their laws allow it to happen is not great. That the these hedge funds can do this sort of thing also is not great. And the fact that no one here doing all this was, was doing anything illegal is just like, it's mind boggling that this something like this crazy that could also destabilize our freaking economy in an overnight by doing something like this. If it continue, if it happens again and again, it won't happen again. No. Not well, the same way. Said, no, it it won't. Usually, internet. This was an internet trend. 
when internet trends like this happen, it's almost always a one-off. Yeah, there may be copycats, but it won't have the same momentum. It won't have the same drive like the original did. Yeah. Yeah, I, it, it's it's just the, the hedge fund companies are going to get sneakier about this stuff. It's yeah. basically what's going to end up happening. So, And but, you're probably right. It's probably not going to happen to the same extent. Uh -uh. Um, But it's just... I don't know. I, I I'm I'm torn. Well, one I'm really torn because I didn't make any money off of it, and it yeah, actually, and it actually, it really kind of screwed me over a little bit, um, because it messed with my 401k. Ooh. Not that my 401k, not that my 401k had anything to do with hedge funds or anything like that, but just because of the volatile, because of what happened over the week. Yeah. Like in the stock market, it like threw everything into turmoil and it just absolutely wrecked my 401k for a week. Now, will it recover? Yes. Yeah. Am I going to take all my money out of my 401k to tomorrow to, because I'm afraid I'm going to lose it all? No. Please don't because of the penalties. Well, not only that, although yeah. my penalties have been minimized pretty no, much. No, it still doesn't matter. You still got penalties. You still got taxes. Yeah, there's still penalties, yeah, taxes, all kinds of stuff. I, I I'm smart enough not to do that. Mm -hmm. But like for those people that are getting ready to retire and granted, most of their investments are probably pretty safe at this point. If they're retiring in the next one or two years, um, then it probably, that probably didn't mess with them near as much as someone like me, who's probably getting her 20 years before they're retiring. So I'm, I'm a moderately aggressive in my investments for, um, my 401k to try and make as much money early on. So that way when I get closer to retirement, I can go to those safer investments and stuff like that. And then not, not worry about it going down anymore. And I've got the, I've got my money set for when I do retire, but it's just, it just absolutely wrecked my 401k for, for a few days. It's recovered a little bit, but it's just like, and that's the thing. It's going to affect a lot more people with their 401ks than it is going to affect rich people. Because the rich people behind these hedge funds and stuff are only a few. It's only a few people. Yeah, but so did the the housing crisis back in 2006 or seven or so. That affected everybody's 401ks the same. Yeah. So. And the But the with that, the rich got richer. Well, yeah, and the same is going to happen here. Yeah, and, and that's... And that's kind of the whole thing. It's like, there's such a inequality already. And this is like way beyond the gaming stuff. But I mean, it kind of relates to gaming just because of the fact that you see it. Like it's, it's like developers with their, with their employees for the, uh, you know, we talked about cyberpunk about a um, couple months ago about how it was rushed out and uh, mandatory overtime for cyberpunk uh, developers and stuff like that. And just to push it out before Christmas. And it's like, they were treating their employees like shit for the, for a buck basically. Mm -hmm. And those developers, those people working all those overtime hours, I guarantee you they weren't making more money because they were doing overtime. They're probably all salary. So it's not the only people that was if it's salary. Mandatory. The, the words used mandatory overtime. And they're not salary. It, yeah, they are. Not if it's had, overtime. I've, I've There's had, no such thing I've as had, overtime when you're salary. Well, I mean, 
over your normal scheduled working well, hours. Yeah, that's... you're working salary. You're always working over your normal scheduled hours. Right. But anyways. You can attest to that. Well, yeah, I can. Yeah. But but it but again, it, it's it's still like all this so that people higher up could make their bonuses to sell this game that was flawed. Not because the developers wanted it to go out that way, but because of the time crunch and the and the pandemic happened that it made it incredibly it made it impossible for those developers to get the game done the way they wanted to before before the time frame. Well, yeah, that'll give you. That'll give you. Yeah. And just it just in, these type of things just encourage encourages more of that. You know? Not if the game So that's bad. why I'm, that's why I'm that's why I'm that's why I'm torn. Like again, the rich is still going to get richer from this. There's still going to be the big disparity because again, the people that could afford to get into this GameStop thing, they already had some money. Like if I was going to be able to invest in the GameStop thing when this was happening, it was maybe 20 bucks and maybe, maybe I would have made a couple hundred bucks. No, 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 no. You're insane if you think you would have only made a couple of hundred. You would have made bank. If I could only out, have per- you would have come out of no, no, no. hundred thousand. No, I would not have. Yes, you not would have. Not for what I could invest. Not for not for what I could have invested. I, for, no, at the time no. because no, no, of, no. they started out the- at four dollars a share and at their highest they were at four hundred dollars a share. Even when that started to go down, you could have that's sold. That's a hundred. That's a hundred times your investment. Hundred yes. times I would have been able to invest about a hundred dollars. That's about what I because I I live pretty closely paycheck to paycheck. Uh huh. I, I had about $100 I could have invested. Uh-huh. You know how much that comes out to when you times it by 100 mm-hmm. $10,000. There you go. That's not... But then... You just what? made $10,000. Then you're also paying quite That's, a bit of that in taxes. Well, yeah, of course you are. But you Which know what mean, you do with that? You put that in an interest-bearing savings account. You let it make money for you for the full year because you're not going to pay taxes on it until next year. Maybe, but even then it's not going to be, it's not going to offset that. It, it That plus your regular job. Yeah. You can make it work and you can still, you can still make that money. If you invest I would, it right, you I, would, I would not have, I would not have made hundreds of thousands of dollars. I would have at the most probably made about $5,000 off of it. Well, there you the go. Most. That's still 5,000 more than you had. True. But again, you, you it, put a little bit of money still, aside or put it in a savings account to let the interest pay for the taxes, or you put a little bit of money aside because you know you're smart enough to know that you're going to have to pay taxes on it next year. Right. Yeah. I don't know. It, it's it's one of those, though, unless you had a bunch of money to throw it at, you weren't going to get, like, exceedingly rich no, doing this. No, that's not this. true. I mean, you're not going to become like a, you're not going to become, you know, a multi-billionaire or anything out of it. But... I don't think you're going to become a multi-millionaire without investing quite a bit of money into it. Eh, maybe a few hundred dollars. You don't have to be rich to invest a few hundred dollars in the stock market. Right. But a few hundred dollars, again, would have only gotten you about $10,000. You just said a hundred dollars. No, 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 no. A hundred dollars would have gotten you $10,000. 
Yes. Yes. So a few a few hundred dollars would still not have gotten you that much. Twenty, in, thirty, in the, forty thousand, probably. That's still a I, lot of money. I guarantee you, those hedge fund hedge, hedge fund managers made millions of dollars. Even I with don't this care about money. the hedge fund managers. I know, the but that's that the got thing. Into like this are the folks like you and me that would have been happy with the few hundred thousand dollars they came out with. Right, but to get that few hundred thousand dollars, you would have had to invest over well over a thousand dollars. No, no, you wouldn't. Yes, yes. No, you that's how math have. works. No, you no. Okay, let's 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 go with the logic of your math. Your original math was: I invest a hundred dollars, I come out with ten thousand. Yes. So now you're saying that you have to invest. No, a few is two or three. That is a few. Yes. Yes. So now you're saying that you have to invest a thousand dollars to get two hundred or three hundred thousand. The math you doesn't to, add to, up. No, if you invest a thousand dollars, you would have gotten a hundred thousand dollars out of it. Correct. That's not a few. Well, you're we're right. Not, we're not talking about that. We're talking about a folks that may have invested maybe a hundred dollars at the max or something. You forget. You forget that people are. People are still getting paid out with unemployment right now, plus the um, the um, stimulus check, the $600 stimulus check. People may have been saving this stuff. You don't know what folks' situations were. You know, even True, even folks but, at work still got this, the stimulus check. So right. it's possible and, they could have been, that could have been part of it. You don't know what folks' financial situations are. Some folks like you and me may have had it, may have had the money to be able to do it. I, you know, it, 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 we got $1,200 think... back together as, as a married couple. We could have easily invested $1,200 had I known about it. You know, that type of thing. Sure. So, just think, it's not out of the realm of possibility for normal right. folks like us to come out a few hundred thousand dollars out of this. But but I think normal folks like us, most most folks that are like us, we're probably are probably like me living close to no, maybe a little bit, uh, maybe doing a little bit better than paycheck to paycheck, uh-huh. but not enough to work to set aside that kind of money to do something like that. You don't know. And that. then you don't know folks' financial situations. Some folks honestly may be better at saving money than you and I are. You know? Right. But I'm I mean, also I'm not figure- bad at it. We we're I mean I'm not bad at saving money, but there may be folks that that honestly may be letting their money work for them or grow or th- that are just like you and me. So that's all I'm saying. I mean it's po- it's possible I guess, mm-hmm. but it's it's that's the beauty in the stock market. That's the beauty in something like this that happened. I don't know. I, I, again, I'm still conflicted and again, it's for multiple reasons. Cause like, again, bringing down the, bringing down the big bad guys. Sure. I'm all for that. Little guys making money. I'm sure I'm all for that, but like, it's going to have repercussions to those little guys anyways. I don't know. I, I people that it, watched that Reddit thread. Well, I, f- I forget the name of that Reddit th- thread, but people that watch I, that I, I don't Reddit thread them. are into the stock market anyway. 
Yeah, which means they're probably already throwing like quite a bit of money right. around as, so, as is. And they're, so these are these aren't these aren't yeah. the people that live like we do. Right. Well, no, not necessarily. No, most I would say most of the people in that that were that were like let's take them down. I would say most of them have thousands of quite a, quite a bit more than we do invested. No, no, in no. I disagree things. because I I have a lot of coworkers that have that invest heavily in the stock market. They talk about it all the time. So no, the average person absolutely can. It's not out of the realm of possibility. It is absolutely possible. We own stock. So. All right. Yeah. I'm just, all I'm saying is that you never know what anybody's financial situations are, or where they have their money working for them at. That's all. Okay. Um, I'm sure you're interested in this and I'm sure you probably watched about it. I heard there was some kind of final fantasy event that happened. Oh yeah. Big news. Final fantasy 14, end of life. Here we go. Yay. <laughs> okay. All right. That's email your e- e- email yeah. your hateful comments to Brad at thegamershow.com. That's not a real e- email address. <laughs> Actually, we really need to check that before we do it, before we yeah. put, put that out there. Um. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Um, not a real email address, and we're not going to pay for it either because we have no money for that. Um, so, um, with this this budget, the budget for this podcast is basically zero. So. Uh-huh. Hey, it's paying for the air I breathe. Boy, you got to pay a little better. The air I breathe, air we breathe right now is pretty bad. So, yes, there was, um, for those that don't know, Brad plays a little game called Final Fantasy XIV, which is an MMO that actually is the second most popular MMO out there right now. Wow, of course, being the biggest. Okay, I was I was gonna ask what is the first one, but then I thought, oh wait a minute, it's yeah. gotta be WoW. it's wow, yeah. So, um, and both of which are subscription based, I might add. So, which is extremely impressive. Um, but they've announced the the new expansion, uh, the six expansion, um, in Walker, and I, I when I I made the joke about end of life. Because Endwalker is going to end the story that started with the original 1.0 storyline. Um, and after the 6.0 expansion, they're going to start off with a brand new story in 14. Basically. So, without giving... Yeah, so that, that's probably the easiest way to describe it. 1.0 being the failed Final Fantasy 14 original launch, by the way. So, we've had this discussion. Yes, on, we have. Yes, 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 yes. Um, which, to my knowledge, it's actually uh, with the... This is going to sound fanboy talking, but to my knowledge, this is the only 
video game that launched the way it did had an apology by the developers, shut down, retooled, and had a relaunch three years later, and the game just exploded from there. So, but yeah, um, so yeah, so yeah, there's an expansion coming. There, there, there's a lot of, of course, the normal, the normal works. You know, a new job or a, a new job coming, probably new races. They don't tease much. The way it works with the Final Fantasy XIV announcement is normally they have what they call Fan Fest. Um, they have three Fan Fests a year. Um, the um, American Fan Fest, which usually happens around the same time as BlizzCon, which is October, November, um, which of course, because of, there's a pandemic going on, folks, if you haven't heard, but because of the pandemic, they couldn't have it this year. And then European Fan Fest was supposed to take place like in, usually around January or so. And then Japanese Fan Fest takes place like in March. And the US Fan, the America's Fan Fest, they tease a little bit about the new expansion. Um, European Fan Fest, they give a little more. And by the time the Japanese Fan Fest comes around, they've already, the story is already completed like the point one point two releases, the story is actually already completed leading up to the release of the expansion, so they can go all hog wild on all the details. Um, unfortunately, because of the pandemic, Friday was the first time they started to tease the expansion. And so it was right before their live letter from the producer that they always do, they, te they had a showcase where they tease the expansion a little bit so we know what the new race or the new job is it's uh, a healer class a sage and um we know the expansion's coming out this fall it's going to be the end of the major storyline that's been going on since 1.0 the whole heidelin zodiac storyline thing um and we know that we're going to be going to the moon a la final fantasy 4 so charles mm. how do we breathe on the moon uh, uh, don't without oxygen masks. So it'll be interesting to find out how we get to them. Now, I jest, but there was an un an underwater zone in this last expansion, and they figured out a way to get a story way t so that you could breathe underwater to go through the zone. So I'm pretty sure they'll have some sort of a story way to get you to the moon and to make it make logical sense within the story that you can breathe on the moon. So we'll see, but yeah, I'm excited. So yay. So you ready to try final fantasy 14? Not really. So I was, I was actually, this, this kind of brings up a different discussion that I kind of wanted to talk with you about. Uh Oh, um, it's not controversial. Oh, well, man. first of all, the first, well, I mean, yeah, I guess it could be. Um, I, so what was the, well, first I've got a question. What was the first game that was subscription based that you can, the first computer game that was subscription based? To my knowledge, not, it was Ultima Online. Okay. There may have been something older, but to my knowledge, Ultima Online. 
I mean, maybe I don't know. I, I honestly mm-hmm. don't know the answer to that. My my biggest question is this: and like, how do you? Uh-huh. Yeah, EverQuest, and obviously WoW, and you know, especially now, more and more, more and more of these uh-huh. games, especially MMORPGs, uh-huh. um, go to the subscription style service. Yeah, how do you feel about subscription style games, like? For me, I would think it because I don't play any of them. Um, I don't play any subscription style games. Uh, I basically pay for the game and that's the game I got. Mm-hmm. There, Yeah, there's DLC and stuff and I'll pay for some DLC. But for the most part, it's not a subscription base. I don't pay for seasons or anything like that. Um, Like... I don't know. I, I, I feel like for what, and, and I understand that these developers, especially for online games, have to recoup their money somehow, especially for games that go as long as like, wow, Final Fantasy, that sort of thing. Because having servers running 24 seven uh, for your game is expensive. Like I get that. And they've got to make money off of that somehow. Like, I don't know. I, I'm one of the reasons I haven't gotten into the, the MMORPG stuff. And it's one of many reasons. It's not the only reason, but it's just the continued cost of playing these games with a monthly subscription service. I can see that. Yeah. Um, and for what, for like, and maybe you can kind of clarify this for me more than anything else. Like with your subscription service for like final fantasy, you obviously get the updates when they come out, but they don't come out with updates every month. Right? No, every three months is when they get the next major patch, but there's a lot of content in between. Okay. Yeah. It's usually on. a. So, I mean, maybe, but like, for Final Fantasy fourteen, for instance, how much does that cost per month or per year or whatever the whatever it is for that? I'm just curious. I wanna say um I'm I'm a little bit different because I'm grandfathered in as a one player or as a as a legacy player. I'm grandfathered in at nine ninety nine a month or nine ninety five a month. Um I wanna see it's like twelve ninety five or twelve ninety nine a month, something like that. I just, I, I think the, the thing I'm, I'm really wanting to kind of push with it is mm-hmm. with the subscription style services for video games and with what we're seeing now, especially in other media, such as TV and movies with the subscription services as well, such as Isla, Disney plus Netflix, Hulu, yeah. all these other things. I think I see where you're going with this. Go on. At what point does it become too much to have a subscription service for all these channels and to do the gaming subscription service as well? Are people going to be more likely to keep their gaming subscription service because there's they like you have been invested in final fantasy 14 for a long time, or do you think they're going to be more inclined to just dump the game as newer games come out and 
keep their like streaming services like Disney Plus? That's a good question. Um, I can only speak for myself, of course, and how I right. do things. And I, I and I don't know how many people do it this way. Um, but when it comes to these streaming services. Even with the game, you don't have to constantly pay for it. You can stop at any time and pick back up later. And I can tell you this, with Final Fantasy XIV, the way that game is designed, um, you can easily catch up fairly quickly. But even with the streaming services, you can... Let's say let, let's take Disney Plus, for example. Let's say you enjoy watching The Mandalorian. Let's say that's the only thing you watch out of Disney Plus. Okay. Wait until it, wait until it's all aired. Subscribe to Disney Plus. Binge watch it for about you know you've got Disney Plus for a month. Then you cancel Disney Plus and you move on to the next thing. Same thing with these games. You've done the main story. You've done the now you're just waiting for the the next patch to come out to add a little bit more story or content or whatever. You know, cancel for a couple of months, then come back. You know, if that's how people want to play, that's so be it. But I also understand people that don't want to, ju who can't justify paying a monthly fee for a video game because, trust me on this one, when EverQuest was new, I couldn't justify it either. I couldn't understand why anyone would want to pay a subscription, to uh, a monthly subscription to play a game. Um, but I don't know with this. I don't play every MMO that comes out, or any even every MMO that's had a subscription. I find oh, something. Oh no, no, yeah. no! And I'm not. I'm not saying you do yeah. because God knows, a there's a lot of them. <laughs> there are a lot of them. I've I've, I've looked into this a little, mm -hmm. and there are a lot of them. You could spend a fortune yeah. if you did that for all of them, yeah. and you would also spend a majority of your time trying to keep up with dailies and stuff like that for oh, a bunch of them. Because I know. Because I know some of them are like you have to do daily quests to get like cool items and stuff like that for your character well, and stuff. If you choose to do the dailies, you can. It's like yeah, they all have the dailies if you choose to. But at the same time, you can still a lot of that stuff that you do the dailies for is really only good for raiding. If you're a raider or something like you know the higher end content, you don't right. have to. It Right, but here's the thing with it: like, there's a lot more reward for doing those dailies than not doing them. You know what I mean? Your yeah. care, you, the benefits a lot of times outweighs because what the and the reason why the dailies are a thing. And I get, I get this too. This is this is now me thinking like a game developer. The reason they make the dailies a thing is because the best way they can sell their game, especially to investors, is concurrent users. Mm -hmm. And the way you do that is you offer up rewards for people playing every single day. That's how the mobile games work it, mm -hmm. that, that you play on your phones. And that's how these MMORPGs work it too. You ready? They get, yeah. And that's why there's also been controversies about these server farms in like the, in Asia that some of these companies pay for behind the scenes to kind of keep their concurrent viewers up. Um, and there's these controversies behind the numbers and stuff because of that. Because they'll pay a company to basically have their workers go out there, create a 
create a character, log on every single day, do something that can, shows that they're a concurrent user, and then they'll log in another account and do that all day long. That's their job, basically. And they're Let's, paid to do that. I'm going to point out that neither WoW nor Final Fantasy IV, Square Enix nor Blizzard do that. So at least at least that we know of. No, they I don't. don't think they I don't I don't think they need to. No, they've they got don't. a big enough following. No, neither what one I'm of talking, them do that. When you What when, I'm talking about if you're not one of the big ones, if yeah. you're not one of the big ones though, some of them have been caught doing that in the past. Yes, they have. But neither one of neither one of those companies do that. When they give their numbers, those are true subscription you know, active subscriptions. True real active subscriptions. Not something right. like that. And I can't but believe you, I'm defending WoW, but yes, yeah. Well, I mean, they're getting up in age, so you, you can you can defend them, I guess. Even though, fuck China. Well, um, here's the, here's the thing about WoW is, I I was massively into WoW when it came out in 2004, when WoW initially hit. I I, I mean, I was all over that. I mean, even to the point where I was playing in the in the betas, just like I did 14, by the way. Um, but and I absolutely loved WoW, which by the way, get this, WoW had no dailies in the original release. It wasn't until the first expansion um, that they introduced dailies. So for the, the first were, two the, years of that game's life, there were no dailies. Yeah, and again, it was one of those they needed. They couldn't get people to stay on the server and show up every single day. Oh no, that's not true. That is definitely not true. I can tell you, I can tell, I can attest to that for a fact. They had no okay. problem keeping people on that game. Okay. I would come home from work. All I would do, I, I would grab something to eat and I would sit in front of that computer for hours playing WoW. So, no. Yeah, they that sounds, that sounds no like problems. most early WoW. That sounds like most early WoW users. So yeah. I could, I could see that. So they had absolutely no problems keeping, keeping their player base back then. So. Um, speaking of, speaking of wow, uh -huh. Blizzard turned thirty. Uh -huh. They're thirty years old as a company. Well, yes and no. I mean, yes, I understand what you're where you're going with this, but basically, they're thirty years old. Yeah, basically, but My not God. as the Blizzard name. Yes, yeah, true. But yes, they're 30 years as a company. Oh my God. What? Just the fact that they're 30 years old and they're not even close to the oldest company that's still around doing video games. Not even close. No, Activision. Activision. Mm -hmm. Activision was making Atari 2600 games. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I played several of them. Pitfall being, Pitfall being the first one I can think of off the top of my head. Nintendo. Yeah, Nintendo's been doing it for longer than that. Uh, well, we're, we know we know Mario's been around for thirty-five years, so technically longer, but not really. No, it, well, what I mean is that was technically, if you're, are you talking video games or just gaming in general? Oh, gaming in general. They've gaming been in way general. Longer. Nintendo's been They've around been since the nineteenth century. Right. Vid yeah. Video games is more what I'm, yeah. I'm going for here. Mm -hmm. But yeah, because like we know Mario is 35 years old. Yeah. Because we celebrated that last year as a matter. Donkey Kong was 1980. 1980. 
Mm-hmm. And I, I still love that game. Mm-hmm. So I'm not getting, I'm not any good at it, but I still love that game. No. So do you remember the cartoon show? I think it was more Donkey Kong Jr., but do you remember the cartoon show? Uh, not the Donkey Kong. No, I don't remember that show. I remember watching the Super Mario Brothers Super Hour, or it was their cartoon slash live action show that they did. I remember that. Yeah, with Captain Lou. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, I re- I remember that, but I didn't I I didn't know the I never saw the Donkey Kong. Oh, uh, that yeah, and the there was a Pac Man cartoon show around the same yeah. time as Donkey Kong as well. Yeah, and that one, that one just I, I can't imagine that was too. I mean, that's where the later Pac-Man stuff came from. A lot of the later Pac-Man games and stuff focused around what was in the cartoon, if I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah. Um, because again, like true, like true Japanese imports, they had like mangas and stuff like that over in Japan for these games and stuff. There's in fact one of of Mario that where he's completely naked and you see his junk. Well, yeah, there's a Batman comic like that too, but we won't go there. Well, yeah, yeah. So, but, um, but yeah, wow, this has really gone off the rails with that, hasn't there? Isn't there? Yeah, I mean, we're talking about a we're talking about Mario's junk and and Batman's junk, so you know. I feel like I feel like our podcast has been a real success tonight. Woohoo! Yay! Go us! Oh God! You're sounding like a cheerleader. No, oh God! <laughs> what I don't are you want to tell about? you what so... just popped in my brain when we started talking about Mario's junk. What? Maybe Luigi's junk? No, worse. Because his is because his because let me tell you, there's a video for this. No, worse. Worse? Yes. Okay. Is it Bowsette? No. Is it Step On Me, Please? No. Oh, God, no. <laughs> I'm not into that. That's disgusting. Um, I mean, I, I'm... I'm. That was just a nice little callback to the beginning of the episode. So that, that was all <laughs> I was going for there. So. No. I'm not going to tell you. You're not going to tell me? All right. No. Send send Brad a tweet of what you think he was thinking of. What is the best way for them to do that, Brad? What, a tweet? A tweet or even just to get hold of you. What's the best way? Oh, okay. Um, Right now, I'm actually seriously considering making everything the same. But right now... You should. Huh? You should. You yes. absolutely should. Because I'm the most complicated person to get a hold of. Especially when I was, when I was on... Um, Almost daily discourse a couple of weeks ago. Um, they kept referring to me as Brad the Blind, so I really need to consolidate everything over to that. But yeah. right now on Twitter, it's at Blind Monkey on Twitter, um, Twitch.tv slash Brad the Blind, which I streamed today, by the way. Yay for about yeah, an hour. I saw that. I saw oh. that. Uh-huh. I didn't. I didn't get a chance to see it. I'm gonna. I'm gonna catch the vod, but I am going to go take a look at that. So. And even though I do play a Lalafell, which is essentially like a little gnomish creature. I really don't want. I really don't have any grand desires of anyone stepping on me, because that's just weird and sick. Hey, you know what? Don't yuck other people's yums. All right. 
No, that one's weird and sick. But anyway, um, so <laughs> twitch.tv slash Brad the Blind, Blind Monkey on Twitter, Blind Monkey 2K everywhere else. But pretty soon, hopefully, it's going to be Brad the Blind everywhere, but we'll see. Oh, oh, and, and I am working on putting together a Discord channel for the stream. So, yay. Oh, nice. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh-huh. Definitely do that. Uh-huh. Um, we- What'll, what we can do is when we're recording, we can definitely jump in there and do the recording in the in the Discord. So We can do an, that it, now without me having a separate Discord channel. Well, I mean, true. But, <laughs> but to where if people wanted to hear us record it live, they could do that. Yes, they could. Or I've got a better solution, but we'll get to that in a moment. So how can okay. they get a hold of you, Charles? Well, I'm a lot easier to get a hold of, obviously. Um, I am Chuck AW1977, pretty much everywhere on the internet, with the exception of YouTube. And again, I still haven't posted anything in, on there for over a year, I guess. But I am Chuck AW on YouTube. Um, what is the best way for people to get hold of the gamer show? Right now, it is by email, the gamer show podcast at gmail.com. And that's G A Y M A R, the gamer show podcast at gmail.com. You can reach out to us with any type of questions, comments, snide remarks, um, especially questions. We would absolutely love your questions. We would, I mean, uh, any, you, you've seen these episodes where it's just been a slow news day and we end up chatting about just politics or whatever. We'd love to do a question and answer show. That would be, you know, that would be absolutely awesome. And Brad learns to speak it. Um, um, (laughs) I'm also thinking about a separate discord specifically for the um the podcast yeah we should definitely set up a discord for the podcast yes that's something yes that's something that should happen it it should happen for it and if nothing else you can post news we'll 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 get the details out about it in a future podcast but um it's actually something we definitely should yeah it, it's something that we'll be doing and, you know, it'll be an easier way for you to get hold of us. So. Uh-huh. It's it's absolutely in the works. So more on that later. So, yes. But yes. So, um, and. I think that's it. That's like about we've it. been podcasting for a while. So um, until next time, Brad. Uh-huh. Have a good evening. Thank <music> you.